Hello, I'm Eric Nance, and you are listening to episode 17 of the Our Weekly Highlights podcast for issue 2020-49, released on December 7th, 2020. This week's issue was curated by Jonathan Carroll, with help from the Our Weekly team members and contributors. In every issue of Our Weekly, we often see most of the excellent materials around tutorials and guides coming from the terrific R community, sharing their notes on learning a new analysis technique, package, or other workflow via their blogs or other web presence. On top of being a tremendous benefit to the broader R community, the act of writing up your notes and publishing to the world can even help future you. In 2014, Zev Ross, who is the founder and and president of his own consulting company, Zev Ross Spatial Analysis, released a ggplot2 cheat sheet that originally started as an internal document on his company's blog to benefit both themselves and anyone else learning the powerful package. Fast forward two years later, and in 2016, computation ecologist Cedric Schurer built one of his talks upon the foundation of Zev's post and has now created his own spin of the tutorial, complete with brand new material centering on recent new packages in the ggplot2 ecosystem, such as Patchwork, ggtext, and ggforce. It is readily apparent how much time and effort Cedric has spent on creating this top-notch guide, with materials both approachable for new ggplot2 users and those who want to brush up on more complex topics, like creating multi-planal plots and extensions to themes. And unlike most ggplot2 tutorials made in the past, it uses a real-world dataset that is not empty cars or iris. On the surface, an R script containing your various calls to import data, perform manipulations, visualizing results, and many other tasks can be thought of as your instructions for telling the R interpreter what to execute to obtain your desired results. While most of the time we are examining the output of a given script to correct for errors or to ensure we are using the right techniques, it is an equally fascinating endeavor to also analyze the code itself. In a new blog post, Kuhn Ren gives a comprehensive tour of static code analysis in R, a foundational technique involved in both the linter package by Jim Hester and the impressive language server package that provides key code development features in code editors like Visual Studio Code that support the language server protocol. Kuhn starts the post off with how you can parse the common assignment expression for a variable, revealing key metadata, such as how certain pieces are linked and the parsed tokens. As expressions and additional lines of code are brought into the picture, having a tabular representation of these metadata can break down a little bit when dealing with nested or grouped items. Kuhn demonstrates how the XML parse data package yields the same information in XML format, opening the doors for parsing this representation commonly used for web-based data with the powerful XML2 package, especially with querying XPath expressions. To demonstrate real-world use cases, 
Kuhn links to a few pull requests that he's given to existing packages that perform static code analysis. You may view your R code with a brand new lens after this enlightening walkthrough. Rounding out the highlights for today, the path to a career involving analytics may consist of many twists and turns along the way, often just as unique as the genetic codes within us. While the Gantt chart is a common method of visualization for those kind of stops along the way that are used in a CV or resume, sometimes you may need to go a little bit outside those confines to fully convey key messages in that journey. Antonio Dominguez was preparing to give a presentation on how he arrived to his current stage of his career involving bioinformatics and data analysis from his starting point as a lab technician. After being inspired by a hand-drawn career trajectory plot by renowned scientist Sharon Elsinghorst, Antonio went on to create a similar version, but this time completely with R code. As we saw in Charlene Gelfand's creative comic book themed plots in our very first Highlights podcast, the ggpot2 package is capable of almost any type of visualization with custom theming. In Antonio's blog post, he starts by stripping down the built-in theme light to only include the necessary labels and customized text sizes and fonts, and then he fits a linear model to the time points of his career trajectory for a smooth line plus custom icons and annotations representing his degrees earned. His post goes on to illustrate the ways that you can tap into a ggplot2 object to extract key metrics and how a little data munging with data.table completed the process. It still amazes me that these kinds of visualizations with such a unique look are entirely possible with straight R code and do not have to be a product of proprietary tools. Well done, Antonio. And those are your R Weekly highlights for today. As usual, you're gonna find an issue jam-packed with great tutorials, links to additional resources, and much more including a good blog post on comparing two languages and R Markdown documents, why complex models are data hungry, a quick guide to read and analyze Aura Ring data in R, and much more. It's hard to believe that 2020 is almost at a close, and I want to take this time again to thank all of you listeners for making this podcast a great success. And we hope to keep the momentum going in 2021 going forward. And if you are interested in joining up our awesome team of our weekly curators, you'll find all that information right linked directly into this uh, issue's post at rweekly.org. Have a great week, and we'll be back with another batch of our weekly highlights next week.